This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show, and I'm here with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. Today's podcast is called Bold Witness of Jesus, but really the crux of what we're talking about week in and week out is really being a bold witness for Jesus and people who are putting it all on the line for the sake of the gospel. Uh, David, tell us more about how we can be bold witnesses for Jesus, of Jesus, about Jesus. <laughs> we can be all in right. for the gospel. Exactly that. Uh, when the Holy Spirit comes into us, we receive the new nature of God. We now have the spirit of Jesus, uh, and which is bold and courageous. And we have a history of Christianity to reveal that. And I love the stories of missionaries and the fathers of our faith. Um, I wanted to highlight today for just the story of our podcast of uh, Marie Monson, who was a Chinese uh, single uh, missionary and courageous in her faith and very effective in China. And she tells a incredible story, just to, uh, I think, exemplify the point today of a soldier who came to one of the meetings and had never been to a meeting, never heard the gospel before. And the Holy Spirit was moving during the meeting and the soldier was convicted of his sin and immediately received the Lord, responded to the message, and um, in this conviction of his sin, the Holy Spirit revealed that how uh, the that he had stolen ammunition from the base where he was stationed. And he knew that the right thing to do was to confess that sin of stealing. But the penalty for stealing in the Chinese army was death sentence. Wow. So he shared with Murray and the other believers that he was going to go back to the fort. And when he, they heard the gunshot, uh, that they know he was going to die. But now that he knew Jesus... And Jesus was his heart. He was not afraid to die, and he and he was determined to do the right thing. And he was at peace. And so he just asked for them to pray for him that uh, he would die at peace and with courage and with boldness in his heart to go as he went and confess his sin and proclaim Christ. So the, they joined as a group of believers and were praying because they're right next to the base and they're waiting to hear that shot of the you know the execution. And they never heard it. And about two hours later came this young believer with a huge smile on his face. And he uh, shared with them how when, after confessing the crime to his captain, the captain said, well, now you're a new man, uh, so you're free to go. And so he said, uh, God's decided that I, well, I will live longer today. And um, I just thought that was a powerful story, again, that exemplifies the fearless love of God and witness in our hearts when Christ comes into our hearts and, and the Holy Spirit fills us. Yeah, that's, a, that's an incredible story, David. Yeah. About how God really transforms them. He gives them the courage to stand up and do the right thing. Yeah. And so today, just wanted to focus on that testimony of what God does in our lives and how we can think how important that is. And so, Mark, do you remember where you were and what you're doing when you heard the bad news uh, of the terrorist attacks of September 11th, 2001. Yeah, I was in Phoenix at LA Fitness on the on the bike. And uh, you know how it is at the gym, there's TV screens everywhere. And all of a sudden, it was the first time 
I'd been going there for months and months and months. First time that everybody took out their headphones and started looking around and started talking to one another as we gathered around the TV screens watching what happened. It was kind of an incredible moment, actually. The whole world that had any kind of media is not alone in that. Everybody has a testimony can remember the emotional experience of when 9-11 happened. And so testimonies are powerful, but obviously even more powerful, eternity hangs in the balance. So uh, let me point it now to another direction. Do you remember the moment when you felt God's saving hand in your life? You know, that's a that's a funny one. It was kind of a season for me. My mom came in yeah. uh, July 5th, 1979, actually, and shared the gospel with me and prayed a prayer of, of faith. Uh, it was kind of a season going before the Lord over and over again, going, going Lord, did, did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> I really do want, want to have you in my life. I remember that, I mean, to the point to where I remember that many years ago the date and the time exactly when I heard the gospel and responded to it for the first time. Yeah. But even over time, people have experiences and points along the path of remembering that moment. Some people, it's a very moment and uh, and more dramatic one moment. Some people, it's a little longer. But the point of it is, is that those who God has redeemed always have a testimony. I always like to joke that if you, uh, that God gives us a testimony, otherwise we only have a money. And, and a lot of people are, are tired of people moaning all the time. So God wants to have a testimony. So that's why we go through the the, the test of our own sins and then give it to him and we're, we're transformed. Yeah, after the break, let's go in further about this cosmic battle that's happening for the lives and the souls of people and how testimonies play into that. We'll be right back. At Risk Radio. Can you imagine trying to disciple a church with only one Bible? This is Mark Stafford from At Risk Radio, and our contacts in Venezuela are telling us incredible stories about people coming to know Jesus, all the while pastors are missing Bibles for their people. After receiving a Bible from our ministry, one man said with tears in his eyes, no one has ever given me such a beautiful gift. At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring 2 million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. Now, before the break, we were talking about the power of testimony, and we're going to move in to talk about more of that cosmic spiritual battle that happens for every soul. What are some of your thoughts about that, David? Well, first of all, the Word of God tells us that actually the spiritual battle is the real reality. It's only reflected the physical reality. And and so I want to look at Scripture in Revelation 12, and the context of it is that we're at the beginning of the, the chapter there. We're told that there's a war in heaven, and Michael and his angels are a fight a war against Satan and the fallen angels. And Michael's victorious over Satan, and the demons are thrown to the earth because there's no longer room for them in heaven. And then this is what happens. Uh, next, uh, right uh, for the word of God. And it says, and the disciples of the Lord Jesus have overcome Satan by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, for they did not love their lives even unto death. So there's the context is that the way they overcome the demonic interplay and sin and violence and darkness of theft and the depravity of mankind and Satan's kingdom is clearly that Jesus points it towards the blood of the Lamb, so it's Christ's sacrifice, that they, that Satan no longer has legal power over the community of saints, over God's people, 
And the saints have the word, it's logos here. And earlier in scripture, logos, that word in Greek, is actually connected to Jesus himself. So it's the experience of Jesus in the lives of the saints, of, of the community of, of the Messiah. And what did that testimony look like, we're told? For they loved not their lives even unto death. So we certainly saw that in the story of mm-hmm. Maria Munson as even, a, you know, the, the sacrifice, the risk she took of going to to uh, China and, and that soldier. But that's the fearless love and witness that God tells us of how we're going to overcome here on earth from Satan's ploys. Is there times of people you've seen, uh, Mark, who have experienced that? I often think about who I would be without Christ, about what Christ has done to change the way that I think, to change my priorities. If I didn't have Christ in my life, I'd be a very different man. And I see that in the lives of a lot of other people, too, that that when they were running to sin, now they're running to Christ. When they were running to a, some kind of vice, now they're depending on the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, one of the most compelling things is how Jesus takes a life and absolutely changes it, twists it around to be something different than what it was without him. We can break this down into three basic elements. Again, we kind of mentioned there is the blood of the lamb. It's mentioned the word, the logos of our testimony, and their willingness to die physically in the process of being faithful to that witness of Christ and the atonement of the blood of Christ. You know, so we see that life is a war. There's a war going on. We are the combatants. And so we have three of the three weapons to exemplify our leadership in this broken, corrupt, and and hurting uh world. So uh Mark, as you think about that example there in Revelation, could you think of any biblical examples? of uh, you know disciples, apostles, or people who really, when they came to Christ, they were talking about the blood of Jesus, they were talking about their testimony, and they were fearless. Yeah, the one that comes to mind, I was just reading Galatians this morning, and the one that comes to mind first and foremost when you ask that question is the Apostle Paul. Uh, he was willing to put his, his old life aside, even though that was a religious life. Uh, he was willing to take his position as a highly esteemed Pharisee and push that aside. He was willing to uh, put his life on the line for the gospel. He was in jail several times, again, fighting for his life. Um, he was willing to confront even other church leaders when they were stepping on a line. And it was just time and time again, he laid it all on the line for his pursuit of Christ. And uh, what an incredible example he is of a man who uh, really was all in in his testimony, all in in his faith and his life, uh, completely depending on Christ. So that's the one that comes to mind first and foremost. No, and that's perfect. And what's beautiful is if you follow the lives of all the apostles who were ultimately all martyred mm-hmm. for their faith, John was the only uh, one not martyred in a violent uh, manner at the very point of his death, but they all were fearful earlier in their lives, and then they overcame with great faith. And so that's a pattern we see in the witness, you know, in God's disciples, that discipleship of Christ, it will truly be living as a mature Christian means to walk boldly and courageously uh, for the witness of Jesus. Acts 1.8 is the SOM International theme verse. 
And it says, but when you receive power of the Holy Spirit has come upon you, you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, all of Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. Jesus is proclaiming his very last words there is we're going to be his witnesses, and that's how the word, his gospel, is going to go out to this world. What's interesting is if we unpack that, Mark, then we see that the witness in the Greek is pronounced martus. It's literally where we get our modern word martyr. And the word, basically, if we look at martyr, what it means in context of Scripture, it means a, a faithful, credible witness that will not compromise the testimony of the witness that they have. And that's what Jesus makes us, gives us, gives us true spirit of martyrdom. I mean, it's really where we get the name of our ministry from. And we want to, uh, we come beside the global leaders who are not living by fear, but faith. They have a spirit of martyrdom. They're credible witnesses with boots on the ground. And, and so today we hope that, you know, the, the listening audience is going to be incited. I, I pray in greater faith, um, and desire to move out by faith and be a courageous witness um, in their marketplace, in in their ministry, in their families, in their community, because they join the cloud of witnesses uh, and all the martyrs, the the you know the disciples they've gone before us. Well, and I appreciate that explanation of what a spirit of martyrdom is. Uh, we talk about spirit of martyrdom being SOM International. And, you know, uh, one way that you can keep connected with those who are pursuing a spirit of martyrdom even while they live is by going to spiritofmartyrdom.com uh, this is a crowdfunded ministry so that means that the way that we're supported is by monthly donors and by people who buy books at the bookstore so you can find the SOM bookstore at spiritofmartyrdom.com uh, also that's a place where you can sign up for our newsletter every month a newsletter comes out with feature stories and full color pictures about what's happening with those who are risking much uh, for Jesus. And finally, if you have any questions for us, we'd love to answer those questions on our program. You can either email those into us. And if you include an audio clip of your question, we might even play it on the air. Until next time, my name is Mark Stafford, and this has been At Risk Radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.